good evening, everybody. This is Avarwin. And uh, man, oh man, oh man, did we have a ton of freaking awesome information about the champion system come out today. Um, just so everyone knows, uh, today, right now, today's record date is uh, early Lordos in the morning. It's uh, like 2 a.m. right now. Um, and I am sitting here going over some of the uh, information that uh, has come out of, of the champion system. Um, so what I'm going to do right now is I'm just going to sort of, I guess, um, inform everyone uh, of just the black and white facts of what was released on, on ESO Live Episode 8 today. And um, I'm going to go over that, and then, and then later on, Monday, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have... Episode 135 of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Me, the rest of the crew, we're going to sit down. We're going to go over this information. We're going to talk about it. Uh, but right now, it's just the nitty-gritty, the black and white, um, what they said from ESO Live Episode 8. And this comes from the um, the Reddit forums. They have, a, uh, they have a video up there of the actual episode itself in the, the Twitch chat room. It's, it's actually kind of cool. Whenever I'm unable to watch the video live, I always go to Reddit and there's someone there who's like, Hey guys, got a, got a video up, Twitch chat and all that. It's like, cool, let me check that out. So, <laughs> All right, so let's, let's get into it because there's a lot of info here and um, we don't want to disappoint. All right, so AOE caps. Starting with that, uh, they're increasing the AoE cap of damaging abilities while leaving healing abilities the same. Now, one of the reasons why they were they were talking about that was they were calling out uh, that that uh, in in AVA, you know, six people or more could could group up and stick together. The AoE would area of effect spell would damage the nearest six people to the spell and not everyone else. So it was actually a lot safer instead of um, spreading apart when an AOE went off, it was safer to group up if there was, uh, you know, more than six people there, which usually there is. So increase the AOE cap on damaging abilities while leaving healing abilities the same. Uh, this is also helping with uh, server stability as well. All right, ultimate generation. Uh, they changed the system to a flat regeneration rate. Now, when you're attacking, you're going to get a buff that gives you three ultimate per second for three seconds. So, so no longer are you going to have to find, you know, what skill do I use in order to generate ultimate. You're not going to have to do that anymore. It's just if you're attacking something, bam, you're getting three ultimate every second for three seconds. Uh, also, healers, you're not going to have to stand there and generate ultimate by out of combat by healing. Um, I never liked that. I thought that was really cheesy and stupid. I know a lot of healers felt the same way as well. Uh, so what they're changing it to now is um, healers only get, they only uh, regenerate ultimate if they're healing somebody who's currently in combat. So... You have to be healing someone who's in combat in order to generate ultimate for yourself. Basically ensures that 
it basically ensures that you're doing um, th that you're doing the appropriate kind of healing <laughs> in order to generate ultimate uh, buff and debuff consolidation so they're removing the soft cap which is fantastic it's very good um, and if you're wondering what that is it's when you look at your character sheet, sometimes some of your um, attributes are in are in orange. Well, they're getting rid of that. The whole notion of that, it's, it's just gone. Uh, they're also saying that for every category of buff that they have in the game, you'll now have a minor and a major version of it. Each player or enemy can only have one instance of a major and one instance of a minor buff or debuff applied at the same time. Uh, there was a question... If there are no more soft caps, will this lead? Uh, will there still be hard caps? Yes, of course. There, there is going to be hard caps as well. They're saying hard cap on mitigation through armor and spell resistance is at fifty percent effective mitigation rate. And they gave this example: um, spiked armor from the Dragonite gives you the major armor and major spell resistance buffs. Immovable from heavy armor. The heavy armor tree gives you the same effect as well. Now, before players were, you know, stacking these two and getting those benefits at the same time. Now, if you use both abilities, it would just extend the duration of the major armor buff. But players are still going to get the unique effects of each ability, like the damage return from spiked armor and the crowd control uh, immunity from immovable and what the reason why they're doing that is because it's supposed to encourage players to design their action bars intelligently to get the major buffs they need without overloading their bars with with uh, buff abilities so <sighs> plainly spoken what's going to end up happening is you're only going to need you're only going to need one ability on your bar that's going to generate one of these major major buffs and you're not going to have to worry about um, stacking that stuff on your character in order to generate more of that buff so if you want to buff your armor you don't have to put a bunch of things on your bar in order to make that armor value go up you have to put one up on there, and if you have something else that, that also adds, you know, to to your armor value, it's only going to refresh that. It's not necessarily going to add to it, but you're still going to get the, like they're saying, the unique effects of that skill. You'll still be able to do the, do the other things that that skill allows it to, to do. All right. Let's move into the champion system. Um, now, the champion system here, when you spend champion points to advance your character by unlocking passives that increase your critical chance, armor, and other attributes. Basically, it's going to make your character stronger, which we all knew. Uh, now, with the soft caps removed, you're going to need to use the champion system in a way to increase your attributes further. Champion system is also account-wide. So, whenever you put a point to spend in the champion system, that point is earned for your entire account. Now only level 50 veteran rank characters can earn champion points, but you can spend those points on every character on your account. 
Now, I know this is very wordy. It's tough to, to imagine right now. Um, and you'll probably see it in-game. Now, all this is going to go live on the PTS in January. But um, basically what's going to happen is when the champion system opens up, uh, you're going to get points. You'll be able to spend those points on your character. Those same points you can spend on your other characters as well. And only level 50 slash veteran rank characters. So only veteran rank characters can earn champion points by doing activities in the game. Uh, an important note is that update 6 does not fully remove the veteran rank system just yet. They want to give themselves a little bit more time to, to get this right. So they're actually phasing in the champion system like they did with the, the um, veteran rank veteran point to XP point phasing they did earlier. Um, and then they went into the constellations. Now each constellation has four star signs with a hundred points per star sign to unlock the highest tier of passive bonuses. As you continue to spend points in the constellation, you unlock powerful passives, what they're calling capstone abilities at certain thresholds. So if you spend 10 points, 20 points, 40 points, 60 and 100 points, you're going to you're going to unlock these these capstone abilities at those at those levels. So you spend 10 points, you get an ability. Spend 20 points, you get another ability. Now they're saying that it's going to take about an hour of playtime in order to earn one point in the in the champion system. So uh, roughly you play an hour, you've earned a point. So 10 hours gets you your next ability in the champion system. Uh, let's see. As long as you have a veteran rank character, you'll start with 30 points in the champion system once 1.6 goes live. So, so 1.6 hits, and you have a VR character, boom, 30 points. Just granted to you. And, and not to, not again, not just to your, your VR character, but it's 30 points to every character that you have, whether they're veteran ranked or not. And you can spend those points. Uh, every character in your account will have those 30 points to spend. It's not just a shared pool, which is very nice. Um, when the system first comes out, there's going to be a respec system. That'll be pretty cheap so that players can experiment and get comfortable with the system. Uh, now then later on, it's going to go to a flat rate gold cost. For respecting your champion passives. So, after we get used to the system, uh, they're going to introduce a a, uh, a flat rate cost to respec. Uh, then they went on to say about uh, the constellations. And they're saying there's nine constellations broken up among the three major constellations. Okay, so you've got three major, and then within those those three major is a total of nine. The first major war, uh, one is called the Warrior. Then you have the Mage and the Thief. Uh, the Warrior has the, uh, the Steed, the Lady, and the Lord, and that presides over your health pool. And their passives relate to the defense, to defenses and defensive abilities. Moving on to the Thief. Within the Thief is the Tower, the Lover, 
and the shadow constellations. And those are focused on stamina, and the passives focus on sneaking, regeneration, and mounts. In the mage, you have the apprentice, the atronach, and the ritual. And it presides over... Uh, uh, yep, you guessed it, magicka. And these passives assist with damage and offensive ability, not just spell-based offensive ability either. So, you DPS hounds out there, mage is where it's at. And if you're thinking, what if I run a hybrid? Well, the system is actually being built to encourage putting your points in all of these different um, constellations. So they want you to diversify. Um, champion points are going to be gained. Champion points gained are, will be on a rotational basis. So your first point goes in your warrior, second mage, third thief. Uh, it's technically possible to max out every constellation. It's going to take a really, really, really long time. Uh, and then they started telling us about some capstone abilities. Remember earlier I was saying you spend 10 points, you get an ability, and then you get up to your 20th point spent, and you'll get another ability? Well, here are some of those. All right, they were calling out one called um, Unnamed Mage Constellation Butcher. Increases your, well, let me, let me go back over that, okay? Um, butcher increases your damage against low target low health targets and, and um, we're not sure which constellation that's that's coming from uh, this one from the apprentice constellation is, is called arcane well a debuff that causes enemies to kill you uh, excuse me <laughs> a debuff that causes enemies you kill to explode in a magic detonation that's pretty awesome um, shadow constellation they were talking about shadow strike Master Unlock. While you're stealthed, your heavy attacks are 50% faster to execute. And then in the Steed Constellation, they were saying that there's a buff there that uh, when you block gives you a dodge bonus for a short amount of time. Uh, first 10 points you spend in a certain star sign are going to be the most significant. And the reason why is because of how the point... Uh, the, the amount of the, the percentages you're, you're gaining when you spend that point. First point you spend in a particular star sign is going to be worth about 1% to the, partic the particular attribute that it governs. Second point is going to be worth around 0.9%. More points you spend in a particular star sign, the lower the bonus is going to go. So eventually you're going to get to a point where you say, uh... I haven't really gone into this area yet, and I'm, I, I would get the full 1% for this point if I spend it in this other area versus the area that I've been spending points in. So it's to encourage diversification, which is what I was saying earlier. All right. Now here comes something that I think a lot of us are, a lot, a lot of us MMO players are, are very, um, experienced with and that's called the enlightenment system and, and basically you can think of the enlightenment system as rested xp um and what it is is it's a boost to the amount of experience you earn 
towards your champion progression. All right, it helps to prevent players from being penalized when they play, you know, their lower level alts and, and anything that's really not a very right character. Um, Enlightenment ticks up while you're offline. Now, right now, Enlightenment is tuned to give you a times four boost to champion XP gain while you have the buff. Um, attribute rescaling. For each attribute, att <laughs> attribute, for each attribute pool, the value you get from items is very significant. Uh, for an example, um, armor now increases your spell resistance. So heavy armor is far more beneficial for playing defensively, and players that wear light armor face a bit more of a trade-off when they sacrifice their defense some. Um, now a healer can. A healer in heavy armor is like, you know, real tough to take down, but they might run out of their resources in the long run. Uh, a healer in light armor, well, they're going to regenerate their magic very quickly, but you definitely need to have an escape plan in mind because they're going to be taking a lot more damage. So again, hybridization is, is going to work out in that case. Are you going to throw yourself around in, in heavy armor all the time? Maybe not, but, you know, a little bit here helps. Speaking of build diversification and ability uh, and abilities, so here's some changes. They're, they're going to give you a free respec with 1.6. Um, class stamina abilities. There's three abilities per class now that are that are going to have morphs, which allow the skill to scale off your stamina pool, weapon damage, and melee critical. So, some of these morphs, you're going to have three abilities in every class that, when you morph it, is going to scale off of your stamina, not just magicka. And weapon changes. Uh, if you're using any ability that costs magicka, it scales off magicka, spell power, and spell crit. Uh, also, they're, they're adding some clarity to the tooltips. Uh, a lot of abilities that had their tooltips completely reworked and now have more flavor and more information about the way the ability works. Um, for example, Inferno from the Dragon Knight. Now before 1.6, this was for ultimate generation. But now, it's that, since that's been standardized, there's a new version of Inferno, which is similar to Mage Light. It gives you a spell crit bonus and shoots out fire that hits uh, nearby enemies. Um, you'll only be able to get one major critical buff, so that component's not going to stack with, with Mage Light. Uh, also, in the, in the Dragon Knight, they're talking about Reflective Scale, which is now limited to uh, in the number of projectiles that it can reflect. Um, Blinding Flash from the Templar. They got rid of that and replaced it with another ability called Radiant Destruction which is a channeled attack that you can use at range, and the lower the, the, uh, the enemy's health, the more damage it does to the enemy. Uh, and then Haste for the Nightblades, they replace that ability with Grim Focus, which is a duration buff that uh, grants the minor damage done buff for around 20 seconds. Uh, it tracks how many times you have attacked your target. Once you've done eight attacks, it swaps to a new... <laughs> this thing is crazy. It swaps to a new attack that allows you to summon a spectral bow 
which shoots the enemy for a high amount of damage. And then uh, the clan fear and familiar for, for uh, sorcerer now takes less damage from your area attacks. Pets can now critically hit, and their critical chance is based on yours. So the more you stack your crit, the more times your pet is going to crit. And it's also taking less damage, so it's going to be up longer. A uh, new morph of Daedric Curse called Daedric Prey, your pets deal more damage to that target. So they're, they're, they're infusing your pet with a lot more damage and uh, more survivability. Uh, going further on down, they're talking about uh, new, new AVA abilities. Um, in the Assault Tree, they're talking about Magicka Detonation. Now, this goes hand-in-hand hand with the AoE changes. Uh, it's a ranged ability with a cast time that delays for 6 seconds after being applied and does really high AoE damage when it explodes. So you, 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 um, you, you channel this ability onto an enemy. It sits on them for six seconds, and then they explode, and they do really high AOE damage. Uh, they also mentioned uh, another another one called Vigor, uh, which is a stamina-based ability that's going to heal all of your heal all of your nearby allies. Stamina-based, and it's a heal, an AOE heal. How cool is that? <laughs> uh, it's very very different. Now, if you have all of your points in stamina. You can use this a lot. It's going to crit using your melee crit too. So you're using your melee crit. So if you stack your melee crit, right, and you have a high amount of of stamina, you can you can he AOE heal your allies in Cyrodiil, and you're going to be healing them for more. Like the the heal is actually going to crit because it counts drawing from your melee critical chance <laughs> so that's that's super awesome that's really cool uh, revealing flare a uh, support ability now you, you throw into an area and it reveals all stealth enemies in the area it's, it's pretty pretty intensive with the magicka and as a stealther now you've got a little time to see this so don't don't freak out just yet um, you can see when the projectile is in the air so you can dodge out of the area it's about to uncover when it lands so um, the person using it you can you can use you can throw out a bunch of these flares make sure you got a lot of magic if you're going to do that um, but the person who stealthed does if they're keen enough uh, if they're watching and they're aware enough that you've got you've got a chance to, to sort of dodge out of the way of it um, and guard it's a toggle ability. Any projectile that would hit a nearby ally will hit you instead. You can combine it, for example, with the Dragon Knight Reflective Scale to send those projectiles back towards your enemies. So it's a super, um, super effective ability, especially if you're a Dragon Knight. I, I imagine this is probably going to be something that they're going to tweak and change. Uh, probably before it goes live. Alright, synergy abilities. Now one problem they've had 
is that there's currently a lot of synergies available, but a lot of them weren't really desirable. So you had to try really hard to time it to get the synergy you wanted. And they've reduced the cooldown for using synergies and the radius to use them. So you really got to try hard to use these synergies. Well, they've gotten rid of channeled synergies, which is good because I think a lot of people hated those things. Uh, and they made more significant. Uh, they made them more significant and, and powerful. So, for example, uh, the Storm Atronach synergy now gives both the player and the Atronach an instant buff to outgoing damage. So you don't have to worry about, you know, channeling that ability. You just get an instant buff to your outgoing damage, and so does the Atronach. Uh, these synergies are more rare, but more powerful, and they scale now off of whatever your highest stat is. So if you're a stamina user, well, the synergy effectiveness is going to scale off stamina, weapon power, and, and your weapon critical rating. Now, they ended off with a couple of questions here. Um, we thought there was there was two questions that um, were were the most important, and that is and that is this. Uh, number one, will characters you create after the champion system launches have champion points to spend immediately? All the answer to that is yes. And they said, yes, since champion system is account wide, you'll be able to spend champion points on all your new characters if you've earned them. And uh, the other question we thought that was important is, is this it's actually a couple of questions all at once. Will there be a maximum amount of champion points that one can obtain account wide? Is there a per-character cap? Will it take multiple characters to reach the account-wide cap? So here's their answer. You gain champion points on your entire account, so each character will have the exact same number of points. The system limit is every point, so 3,600 points. Once you hit that limit, every character would have those 3,000 points. 600 points to spend. All right. So so that's the information. Uh, the, the nitty-gritty, so to speak. Like I said, Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, we're going to uh, do ESOTR episode 135. And we're going to be talking all about this information and go into a little bit more depth with it. Uh, the information just came out today. I've only had a chance to watch this segment of ESO Live once. Um, I'm looking to, uh, to to watch it again, go over some of this information a little bit more. Um, I really can't go that far into depth with it because, quite honestly, um, I'm very unfamiliar with it. It's It just came out. It's just brand new. But I wanted you guys to get this information as quickly as possible, not have to necessarily wait until... Uh, when we're ready to do a show. So uh, there it is, such as it is. And um, hopefully that guy, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it and um, that it was informational for you. All right. Well, take care, everyone. We'll see you on, uh, on Monday. Be safe. And as always, may the foos be with you.